remember reading a science fiction story when I was a kid, probably a teenager, early 20s, where nothing happened. That was actually the point of the story. Nothing happened. It took place in a smaller town. The story was told from the vantage point of a local reporter who had to write up the stories and news, and, and he'd go out one day and there was nothing going on. There was nothing to report on. And he found it odd that there was nothing to report on anywhere. He'd go to the local government. He'd go to the local police shop. There was nothing going on. The national news was the same way. International news, nothing was happening. It was really weird. You name it, you couldn't find anything to write about. There was nothing happening. No bills were being passed, no accidents, no wars, no nothing. Everything just came to a stop. Nothing happened. <laughs> hey, this is Tim Patterson. This is a Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. Uh, for, let's see, it would be the October uh, 21st. I'm doing the math here because I'm a couple days ahead of time. So, yes, uh, welcome to Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're watching, you notice I'm wearing a tie, and there is a reason my stepson is going to like a homecoming dance, and, and I needed to tie the tie for him. So I thought, well, it actually looks good. I'm just going to wear it for this. Uh, so the first thing I want to tell you is I have a brand new website. It's called tradeshowguy.net, something I've been kind of thinking about for a couple of years. Finally got around to getting the domain here a few months ago. And it's funny, though, uh, how many people have contacted me because I registered a domain and they're all offering to do my website for me. And I wrote a few of them back saying, have you looked at it? It's done. <laughs> so anyway, on that uh, website, uh, something is happening there, oddly enough. Uh, it's been sort of a hub for all the things that I do in my world, all the things I have my fingers in. You can listen to the podcast. You can watch the vlog uh, video version. You can learn about the exhibits we make for clients. Uh, you can read their testimonials. You can find my two books. You can download a few free reports. More on the way. You can contact me. It's all there. Much going on there. So check it out. So back to that story. The reporter was stumped. He was flummoxed. No matter where he looked, there was nothing happening that he could write about. Small Town had a newspaper, which stopped publishing. There was no news. They had a TV reception of national news. They got some of the bigger stations in, but even nationally, nothing was happening. Everything was on reruns. There was no news. All the news shows got canceled. I mean, it was weird, right? There was nothing happening in the entire country, in the entire world. No crimes, no accidents, no political fights, no laws, no wars, nothing. Went on for days maybe weeks. People just kind of stood around, you know, doing their daily chores. They were shopping, they were eating, mowing the lawn, whatever. Typical stuff, but really nothing out of the ordinary was happening. There was no news to write about until finally, sort of the dam broke. Something happened and then something else happened and then another thing happened. Eventually, as I recall the story, again, this is going decades back, things got back to normal. You know, things happened like a car had an accident, uh, something to report on. The local city council finally met and passed a law. There was a robbery. The U.S. government started to meet and make new laws. And, you know, a new book was written and released, all sorts of things. Finally, the newspaper and the news stations had things to talk about. Things got back to normal. Things happened. And it gets me to thinking every now and then that story so odd it kind of sticks in my head i couldn't tell you who wrote it i couldn't it was sort of a science fiction thing but it was you know as science fiction was back in the 60s and 70s it was about normal stuff going on and with a kind of a twist and that was kind of a twist so it kind of leads me to the topic today how do you make something happen how do you get things done it's it's kind of in the productivity area i guess but it's more than that or maybe it's less than that it's goal setting it's getting things done there are certainly lots of books 
and seminars on the topic. You can go crazy on Google if it's important to you, and you can find a lot more than I'll ever get to uh, on this podcast. But I, I thought I'd talk about a few things. Uh, if you want to get things done, if you want to make things happen, there are any number of things you can try. I think the first thing, though, you have to decide is what do you want done? What do you want to make happen? Write it down. You have to know what you want, whether it's personal or whether it's for your family, whether it's for your business. What is it? Write it down. You have to know what it is. And I think more importantly, you have to know what you're willing to go through to make that happen. How much pain are you willing to put yourself through to achieve something? There's a famous story of the famous socialite. I don't know the names, but it's a great little anecdote. This socialite who was, you know, dripping with expensive clothing and jewelry, got to see this fabulous concert pianist do this incredible concert. And backstage, she said, oh, I'd love to play like that. And the pianist looked at her and said, no, madam, I don't think you would. And she was like, of course I would. Well, she would like the way to play there. She wouldn't want to do everything that it took for the concert pianist to get there. The years of practice, the years of struggle, the years of frustration. What it took for him to get from starting to his first note on the piano to being a concert pianist. That is a lot of work. So he went through a lot of uh, pain and and suffering and work to get there. How much are you willing to go through to get there? It's easy enough to find an excuse not to do something. It's hard to make the time in your schedule. But oddly enough, you know, once you've made the decision to make the time to do it regularly, it does become easier and easier. There was a time in my life I did yoga once a week, once a month, not very often. And at one point I said, you know what, I kind of need to do this. It's important to me. I want to spend a little time with it. I don't have to do an hour a day or a half an hour a day. So uh, on my birthday in 2007, it was, (laughs) looking back, I said, I'm going to do five to 10 minutes a day. Turns out the the little routine that I came up with is about eight or nine minutes. So let's say just almost 10 minutes a day. And I've been doing it every single day since. Now there's been a couple of camping trips, you know, a year that I go out and I don't do it. So maybe let's subtract 10 days a year. But that's 355 days a year since then, 12 years ago that... uh, I've been doing yoga. So I found time to do it. That's kind of the point of the whole thing. So if you think about it, there are goals and there are systems to get through those goals. If you're a writer, the system is the time you set aside daily or frequently to write and edit what you've written. Maybe it's the first thing in the morning before your family's gotten up and before you've gone to work, or maybe it's late at night after everyone's gone to bed. You just have to find the time. You have to make the time. People say, I don't have time to do that. You have the same amount of time everybody has. You've heard that a million times. All you have to do is structure your time so that you can squeeze out the time you need to achieve what it is you're trying to achieve. If you're a runner and you want to run a marathon, that's your goal. Your system is the method of training and the schedule with which you have dedicated to the goal. If you're a business owner and you want to run a successful business, that would be your goal. Your goal probably has a lot of subset goals. You say, I want to have a certain amount of employees. I want to be able to pay them well, give them health insurance. The business has to be successful enough to do that. Uh, you may have to uh, increase your your uh, your personnel. You may say, I need to hire five new people this year. I need, need to do need to do more sales and marketing and increase sales by a certain percentage. The system is what you decide to do with all that sales and marketing and making sure the internal processes can keep up with increased sales and making sure that everyone in your company is aware of all the goals and systems. And of course, you might have more than one goal, uh, and they might be very important to you, but you can have too many goals at one time. Uh, The professionals say that the best way to not achieve any of your goals is to have too many. The best way to achieve all of them is to focus on one at a time. I ran across a great website 
uh, from author James Clear, who says if you stack certain habits, you can set goals around them. He gives some very simple examples. For instance, meditation. After I brew my morning coffee, I will meditate for a minute. Push-ups. After I take my morning shower or before, I will do 10 push-ups. Flossing. After I set my toothbrush down, I will floss my teeth or do it in front. Gratitude. Before I eat dinner, I will say one thing I am grateful for that day. If you are networking, you want to return from your lunch break, you will send one email to someone you want to meet. So if you wanted to apply this approach, for example, I'm just kind of riffing here and making a few notes that I took. Uh, trade show marketing, you might try the following. Pre-show marketing. Prior to scheduling your booth space, write down all the methods of pre-show marketing outreach that you're able to do or even consider given your budget. Uh, show execution. Prior to the show doors opening, uh, have your entire staff meet in the booth a half an hour before the doors open to go over the goals for the day, answer questions, and you know give a little pep talk. Uh, meeting goals. At the end of the day, do a five or 10 minute uh, debrief quickly to determine how the day went and make any adjustments for the next day. At the end of show, uh, prior to having the booth packed, uh, confirm that all the leads have been gathered and sent securely to the home office or are they on their way. You see how this works, right? Often when we do nothing, things happen around us without having any control. Kind of like the protagonist in that story who was looking to report on something happened, but nothing was happening and nobody was making anything happen. Everybody just sat there, twiddled their thumbs, chewed on grass, talked about nothing. <laughs> if you want to make something happen, you have to figure out what you want to happen and what it will take to make it happen in a way that pleases you. And remember that uh, no matter what, it's not going to be perfect. I've talked about perfection before in this podcast. Uh, as Seth Godin says, perfect is the enemy of good. Uh, so suffice it to say that you can always find ways to improve things, even if only by a percent or two next time around. This week's trade show tip is... Uh, forming habits. What are the habits you want to form around your trade show marketing methods? You want to have the habit of training your staff so they're always on top of the game? What will that take? Do you want to have the habit of uh, making sure you have time to walk the floor to check out other exhibits? Make the time. Do you want to have leads that have all the pertinent information for precise follow-up? Make sure you have the forms available or the systems available to make that happen. So create some habits around your marketing and adjust them to make them better over time. All right. So there you go. Quick tip. This week's one good thing is a book I've been reading the past few weeks. It's William Gibson's Pattern Recognition. William Gibson made famous by his uh, book, I think in the 90s, called Neuromancer. This came out, I believe, in 2003. It's He writes kind of science fiction, but this isn't really science fiction, but it's a really, I, I thought, well, I'll give it a shot. And now I'm, you know, seven-eighths of the way through it. And I, I'm looking to finish it the next day or two. It, it's a really... Very good, interesting, well-done, well-written book. Um, probably only the second or third book of William Gibson's I'd, I've read, and I'd highly recommend it. Got it at a book sale for like 50 cents. <laughs> that does it for this week's Trade Show Guy. Monday morning coffee. Make something happen. <laughs>